Now then, guys, welcome to the 12th episode of Sitting on the Fence. Only joined by Connor today. How are you doing, bud? You all right? Yeah, just me today. So I can't remember Charlie's tips, but a bit tired after today, but we've uh, had loads of losers and got loads of drinks. And not many winners. Yeah, I said loads of losers. Yeah, well, yeah, and not many winners, yeah. Um, None of our, unfortunately, I think this is the only week that we've actually not had a a tip that comes through yet. I've had um, two good weeks, and then today's rating, once Warwick got cancelled, the writing was on the wall a little bit. We had a couple of good places, but... We had a few good each way. Oh, you had a good few each way. Yeah, a couple of good places. On another day, they might have won. Mm. But, anyway... You can't, you can't really blame us for that. You can do it if you want, but you'll still probably listen if you want bigger tips because you've seen what we can do. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, we've got them in the locker, but it was it was a tricky day's racing today, wasn't it? I mean, uh, Newbury, I did predict that the ground would be heavy, and it was heavy. I mean, they reported it soft yesterday, but we knew for a fact what the weather would be like uh, today. And I mean, just we'll, we'll go on to it in a minute, but the point-to-point today was very, very heavy. I mean, I was struggling in my gazelles, <laughs> or specials, I should say. Um, but yeah, we knew that for a fact that it was going to be heavier than what it was going to be uh, yeah. said uh, yesterday uh, on of, Sunday, on Thursday. Sorry, a couple of points. One, your voice isn't the best, is it? Yeah, no disclaimer. Don't know why. I just woke up with my voice sounding shit. And the second one is you've been pouring your drinks too strong all night. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've not. It's not hit me yet. Um, it, towards the end of the podcast, it might. Be, every every it time is, you pour the drink, it goes. Fuck me that strong. Yeah, <laughs> it is quite strong. Uh, I had a few um, few drinks at the point to point. You were driving, so I driving, you didn't have yeah. any. Um, but yeah, JD Coke, Spice Rum and Coke, and now we're on our trusted JD Apple. And Coke. The old trusty. Once we get a sponsorship, we'll be sorted. Yeah, by JD Apple. Probably won't be healthy, like. By JD Apple. By JD. <laughs> by, by nice. Bit of a tour around uh, Lynchburg. That'll be all right. Well, any tar around any any beer facility or spirit facility will do. Oh, well, hopefully we'll go to the Guinness I one. Mind the, Jam- the Jameson's one. Go to uh, Leopardstown or Nate or something like that and do the. Uh, I'll just skip on the Jameson's uh, orange. I don't like orange. Oh, so. fucking hell! Come on. No, nah, I'm not a fan. All right. Um, <laughs> All right. <laughs> Told you. Um, right. Well, let's get straight into it then. Point to mm. point. Uh, what was your first impressions of your first ever point to point? First impressions coming in. I sort of liked it, first impressions, yeah. It was, I like going to the uh, tray stands, I uh, bought a couple of shirts. Wearing one yourself a bit, a bit of the Kaylee Cooper style. Oh yeah. So uh, yeah, it was alright, good food. It actually a lot more affordable than race courses as well, which was a nice touch. I mean, well, yeah, we touch on the food actually. The uh, We don't have our food connoisseur with us today, Amy. Um, but yeah, it's just us two. But we had a Yorkshire wrap. Normally at a race course, you'd expect to be paying like 12 quid. Yeah. quid for that. Yeah. Eight quid. Very affordable. No, it was, uh, it was a good Drinks shop. were affordable as well. You know, I picked up two of these shirts for 20 quid on a like, kind of, um, what did I say, show discount or something like that or whatever yeah. it was. So. It would have been 35 quid each. Yeah, so, 20 quid. Yeah, 20 quid. Um, good atmosphere. Very good atmosphere. Um, a bit like predicted, it was sort of like racing the 1800s sort of thing. It was back to Yeah, it was. What I did like about it was it was like you felt like it was a core group of racing fans who want any of them. I like an atmosphere. I guess the people that do come just to have a drink and a, a party and a bet on something, you know, they don't know about, they make the atmosphere at a race course, but it was nice to be around people that you knew 
you just come for the racing sort of thing. Yeah, so. it's like you don't get these knobheads who come... Do you, you see it normally on a big meet on a Saturday? You get these knobheads geared up and they just start fights. The They've been in the pub since 8 o'clock and... Yeah, they're just out looking know, for a fight. I mean, if you want to do that, go to the football. I say, in a way, they're good because they make, they make the atmosphere. But in another way, it's nice to just be around. We saw it even at Cheltenham yeah. when we went. Yeah, it's nice so to be around racing fans, isn't it? Well, so. The thing is, we'll see that again at Cheltenham Festival. What I would say about it is, it's very agricultural. We're not from ag- like that kind of background. I'm definitely we're, not. We're just kind of like self-indulged racing fans. But it was good but, to see the other side of it. Yeah, and it uh, was a bit agricultural. And uh, the other thing is, like when you look at a race card, funnily enough, it's like you're going back to when you first went to a race. Obviously, you've got now an understanding of a race card. You know it works. But it's like you're looking at something... And you think, what? It, you tell you that little snippets like, oh, fourth to throw on at a Wing Canton handicap or something like that. And you think, what? Like, yeah. You, like you understand that bit, but you, the rest of it you're like, yeah, you think. It's like, oh. re- it's like reading a normal race car, but in German or French. There's def- definitely a place for it. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I, don't know what, I, love I don't know what the big meets are in, in point to point world, but I imagine in Ireland it's, it's a lot bigger and. There's a lot, there's yeah, a lot more of them. A lot more, I don't know. Going up, I don't really know. Guys. Yeah, but no, it's, it's good to see like the the locals. I mean, we saw the Earl of Yarborough today, who, is, who put puts it on. I, I like to think it's his estate. Um, a lot of like you said, like minded racing fans, core diehard racing fans, uh, and plus we got to see Newbury on the telly as well, which was good. I mean, just want to point out something as well. I know you're going to probably touch on this before I did, but we we saw a horse today. Oh, about to touch this, yeah. Yeah. Um. So a horse today there, Premier Magic. Now, it won the last it won, last year's Fox Hunters. It, it won it? the Hunters. Oh, the Hunters. Won last year, year before. Year before, so twenty twenty one. It won at it won at Cheltenham in May. Mm. Just been won so. at sixty six to one, was it? Yeah, it's got a rating of about one four two, or something like one four four, something like that. So it's about a ten twelve someplace fourteen to one shot for uh, the Hunters again this year. Yeah, and it ran uh, really right, well. Yeah, yeah. Did. I mean, but then again, it was one to ten favorite. It, it didn't beat anything, but it, the, it was it, it was very impressive the way it finished. I mean, didn't come off the bridle at all. Um, some horse that. Mm. Nice so it, it, It's good to see that kind of world. You know, like X race horses, mm. young horses. You see these like six year olds, and you just think, oh, in another world, they could be on the course. Could be. So, and then when we back the fourteen-year-old, we look like an idiot. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's, it's a weird one, isn't it? You look in their program, you you understand what you're looking at, but you don't understand what you're looking at, sort of thing. That's like what I said. Like you're reading a race card, but it's in French. Because we like, wouldn't have a clue, would because, we? Because when you when you go into a regular race meet, it will like you you turn up because you you're watching the racing all the time. You look at the results every day, as we all do, and you're like, oh, last time it got beat by whatever. Four and a half lengths, and you think, well, I know what that horse is capable of. Yeah, I know what went wrong last time, but it's like all it gets taken away from you. It's, it's just yeah, it's, it's bringing you back down to earth, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's literally just a stab in the dark, to be honest. Yeah. You won't be anywhere without a race card, let's say that, if you're trying to actually look for a winner. I think I put but, like 30, 20, 30 quid on the whole day, and that's just like yeah, minimal numbers to me. Yeah, that's that's unheard of for both of us, but yeah, I was only a five or a race. I enjoyed it though, don't get me wrong, I enjoyed the racing, so yeah. Yeah, me even, too. The, even the declarations were weird, weren't they? I mean, you declare an hour before the race, and like you look at your race card, and think, "Oh, it's like four, horses, fourteen horses in this one." And then there's like three, and you think, "What?" There's about three or four ra- races you, today you know, that the, were like. You look at the bookies to see what's running. Yeah, 
Yeah, and the odds don't come up like 20 minutes before, so quick pop into the uh, beer tent to watch Newbury. Straight out, put your bet on, watch the race, repeat. Uh, the, only, the only time I've dealt with point to point is like when there's been like a novice, it's like, you know, like second run or something, and or a uh, or, you know a novice hurdler, and you look back at his point to point for me, and you say, oh yeah, I know that arse, and that's my only experience point to point. Like you look at the form, and you say, oh yeah, yeah, that one, I know that one, it beat that one by whatever lengths, and you think, yeah. oh yeah, it could be a good bet. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, Constitution Oakham from a uh, point to point, and didn't even win. Oh, many of them so, did. Jerry Clum did. Yeah. I mean, I think all of these horses pretty much. Yeah. The, the, the Irish now. market for point to point is ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, you go back to when um, last week when Caldwell Potter sold for seven forty, and you're, oh, that's a lot of money for something like that. When you look, when you think about it properly, some of these point to pointers who have never ran on a race course before, a proper one. Sell for half a million, and they've not even got a grade one to the name. No, not like Colo Potter has. So, like you said, the market you know I mean? market not... in the Irish point to point scene is incredible. So, so when they got all five hundred k for a point to pointer, and you think, ooh, but oh, Coldwell Potter seven forty, you got a grade one to his name already. Yeah, so it's been on the track. Do you know what I mean? So mm. maybe in high in the, in a cold light of day sort of thing, it's it's a lot of money, isn't it? Obviously, I'm, I'm not going to go around shelling out seven forty for a. Uh, no, definitely, I don't think I will be for a horse like that. But yeah, it's a you sort of see the reason behind it, can't you? Because he's already got the form in the book. Yeah, hundred percent, and that's what you pay money to, well, to win. To be honest. Mm. Um. So overall, then, would you go to a point to point, point to point again? Um. Yes, I will. I will go to a point to point again. I probably won't travel as far as I do for racing, just because. Let's, let's face it, we go racing, we love the horses, but you like the opportunity to make money. Yeah. You know I mean, mean? This, is a, this is a betting podcast after yeah, all, Yeah, it? you're not going to go somewhere points pointing down in Kent or something and you don't know what... Yeah, the odds know, weren't brilliant, were they, today? You, know, you, don't, you don't know, unless you're a particular favourite that's retired or something and you can yeah. watch it. Obviously, people go to the people go to races for all sorts of reasons, but for us, we go to, because we love horses, they're our favourite animals by an absolute country mile, but we also go to try and earn a bit of money. That's what we tip. I mean, that's, that's nice why we tip. I mean, you look at the start... Well, it's nice to see the stories. Like one was with Kim Bailey, it's rated like one forty something. One was with Venetia Williams. Yeah, one was with Venetia. And you look back, Charlie and Johnston. You think, oh, well, where are you going? Hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's nice to see that side of it. Yeah. So at the end of the day, we're a tipping podcast. We try and our aim is to try and beat the bookies. I mean, it's that's probably impossible. Well, first and foremost, we're a podcast, yeah, but we just love racing. You yeah. Know? And if there's also involved, we'll go. And we'll, even if we're not having a bet on, we'll watch the racing on the Tuesday night at Chelmsford. Yeah. And, um, as this podcast grows, which it is continuing to do, actually. Yeah. It is continuing I mean, to get... quite a few viewers now. You get bigger. I mean, from all around the world, Australia, America... Coming Our Americans everywhere. are still listening in. Yeah, coming from everywhere. And uh, we're going to get... If you get on the uh, Twitter, we're going to be going to... Well, definitely this year. Got to do it. Can't mail. Yeah. Yeah. All these places. Like, sure nice places. Good places to see. Especially if from America or Australia, this would be like... Seeing Cat Mel will be like a completely different thing for you. You'd never see that. Being alien. You know what I mean? It? Yeah, so it'd be nice for everyone to see. It's like if we go to Mooney Valley, to be fair. It's yeah, well, be... it'd be oh, of course. Yeah, it works both ways. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. But say we've got Cat Mel planned, we've also got Chester planned in Chester, May. We have to Epsom and as then well, so. hopefully we'll be, well, we're discussing it uh, in the pipeline, but we are discussing Ch- uh, Leopardstown again. Um, just can't seem to get away from that place, can we? Good, good place, yeah. Yeah, I, I'd like to see it on a bit of a quieter day. Mm, yeah. But I mean, didn't even seem that busy when we went to the racing festival there, but yeah, just got to sort the pint situation out from there. Um, well, let's move on from the point to point. Brilliant, I'd go, I'd love to go again, don't get me wrong. Um, but yeah, like I said, I won't be traveling three hours for it, like no, an, yeah. an hour max, probably. No, it's only 20 minutes for us. So, when you go, when you go for us, 
what's what's three hours away? Newbury. Yeah, like London. That. London. Yeah, you know, you you go, you know, you go in, you know, you're gonna be driving on the M1 for however long. Yeah, but you know what you're getting before because you've seen your decorations, you see, you know what's coming. Mm. So it's sort of a uh, yeah, but when you go in somewhere like. It's like you probably, you probably won't go down to Kent to watch Scunny. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I have done that. And I wish I didn't because we'll have to know. But, yeah. Um, right. Newbury. 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 So, we didn't... I know for a fact that none of us tipped anything in the first race. Yeah. However, we did have um, our own accumulators on. I did get the winner in this first one. I'm not counting it as a tip or anything. But it was just something I whacked into the accumulator. Um, <clears throat> won by Making Headway. Um... Favourite throughout, I mean, I think it was favourite when we had a look. Uh, six to four, nothing to write home about, but they all win in the end, don't they? Nice to win it, led from what, we're struggling for service. And very, the first, very the much, first yeah. one, we, It wasn't the telly, but the first wasn't. So, yeah, from what I saw on the, my bad service phone, it was... Uh, you, you got second place in this yeah, one. Yeah, I did, yeah, but... Yeah. It, um, it ran well, led, led from what I saw most of the way. Anyway, so... Yeah, you've got to be happy enough. It looks a reasonable loss. Yeah, I mean, from a punter's point of view, if you're winning the 6-4 to favourite, you know, it's nothing to write home about. It's not like you're 8-9-1s to nine to ones like we aim to get, but um, still nice to get a win. Mm. And it's my it was my only win, I think. I had quite a few seconds today, uh, especially the, in the point-to-point. I think if the ground was better, that East India Express would have won. Yeah, that was your one you liked yeah, uh, this morning. would have won. So, anyway, what did we do? We couldn't get a full view of it, so... Yeah, well, I can re- you can report a booyah on this one. Yeah, just yeah. A, just a, not not a tip. It was just a personal one. You been to the bookies the night before, and it happened to be in a couple of the mm. couple of yakas and a bet. So yeah, Hamilton. So. Yeah. Um. Well, my tip in this one was Quintara, and it did come second. I mean, yes, you can argue to say that two favourites did drop out. However, I'm still taking it. I tipped it at eight to one. It set off at three to one. I think it even went even shorter than that at some point. Um. So. All in all, I'm quite happy. If you backed each way at 8-1, you still profit. Um, I disputed the lead throughout, to be fair. It looked very strong. I mean, for me, I think Charlie Deutsch was far too confident. I mean, yes, he was running very well, um, but he kind of underestimated the likes of Equinus, who come third, uh, Emma Tom, that, we all did. that, that one. Yeah, um, but the way he was looking around, he shouldn't really be doing that, to be honest. I don't I don't like it when jockeys do it. I just think, well, my, my tip, Ikarak, Looked to be going well for a good old way round. Yeah. And then it just ran out, didn't it? It just, just dropped like a stone. bottomed out, didn't it? it yeah. You know, it, was, it was 8 to what, and 9 to 2 it set off at, so yeah, punt, punters were really going in for it. They were all thinking the same thing as me, obviously. Um, it just, I don't know, it, it was going well for a while, then he had to get him up there, Yeah. and then he got him up there, and it was like constantly battling against him. I think in the end he just thought of let him, you know, Pull him up. Or well, not pull yeah, him up, but just, just like, let him, ease know. him off. Yeah, ease him off. Yeah, so, I mean, for the... I mean, it's a challenge of the stayers hurdle. Would you like to have a bet on any of these if they did go to the stayers? No, no, no. No, no not a fan. I'd probably be inclined. I probably would probably back uh, Kintara, maybe. Um, I think there's still a lot of life left in this horse. Um, again, like you say, on better ground, probably. Um, probably would have done... I think Probably would have won the race. I think the stayers market is going to be dominated by the Rob Carr horses, I think, in the end. Mm-hmm. if it Well, I know that he's not keen from what he's said about putting Tia Poo and Irish Point in the same race, but... Oh, them sort of horses will blow they, these they, out they, of the they, They're the best horses for that race. I know he owns them both. I know he wants you know a shot at 
both race or two races, but you know you would do. But come on, they're the best races for the artists. I'm a massive Irish point fan. I always have been. Yeah, ever since I first seen him. Yeah, no, you've been raving on about that horse a lot. Um, well, I think that's. I think we've covered that one pretty much. But let's go on to one of the biggest races of the day, if not the biggest of the day. So it's the Betfair Denman Chase. It's good to see my boy Shishkin win again. Really good to see him back in winning ways. It won fairly well. I mean, like you said to me in the car, um, I've, I was probably underwhelmed when he won. But like you said, he didn't have to do too much. Never really. Against the never likes really, of Hitman. Uh, didn't, didn't quite have second gear, really. Protector at... I mean, again, like we were talking about this on the last podcast... Again, surprising that he ran from the front. I think he is a, a rear runner horse. Um, but Hitman second, that was you and Charlie's tip. That was tip. my tip. Yeah, he, he, well, we see, we seen that one at a tweet from one of the uh, from a lad, and he said if you ask Hitman to put the kettle on, he'd tell you to fuck off. And it's, yeah. it is about right, isn't it? Yeah, it is about yeah, he right. He got up there. He looked to be going quite well, mm. and then he's just he's, he's obviously a horse with plenty of ability, but. He just seems to struggle from time to time, doesn't he? Yeah, I mean, if you were back in Shishkin today, you should have definitely backed him for the Gold Cup. I mean, you could have probably got 14, 16 to 1. But now he's priced up at 10 to 1 after today. Um, don't matter to me, I think I'll still be backing him. If it's anything below 6 to 1. The thing is with Shishkin, yes, he has his moments, but I'm willing to put my money on the line to say he's going to beat Galapande Champs. I think his performance today, I don't know if they brought the RPRs out. Uh, no, 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 no RPI. No, it'd be too early over tomorrow. Yeah, we? but I just think he's at least 10, 15 pounds better than that today. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, probably just, that's I knew be, that. I knew that already. That's got to be like a one fifties performance, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, ish. I, I would He would have won the King George. Just obviously, he found the false spot in the ground, unfortunately. But I, he would have. He would have won that. I think he would have won that today. That's got to be like a one fifty performance, isn't it? Like sort of thing. Yeah, it's nothing above that. I wouldn't go overboard and say like no. it's a one six. It's not a one. Six. Just because the way he finished, um, he didn't need to go into he, six gear. You say he's got ten, fifteen pounds. I think he has. I think he's definitely got. He didn't really try. Definitely ten, fifteen pounds better than what he showed him today. He didn't need to try today. So that's got to be one sixty, one sixty five. So he could be in the picture, but then he got things got to go right for the Gold Cup day. Everything has got to fall your way. Further than everything he's ever been, but he does seem to stay it, doesn't he? He does seem to. Want to stay it? So I'll put my um, neck on the line again for this horse. I think it will be Galvan Deschamps on his day. Well, that's, again, that's the debate of we, will he will his day we, be Gold Cup? We keep mentioning. It. Should we just explain the stats? I know we ain't got them to hand, but basically, the stats suggest you've got a very slim chance. If you win the Gold Cup or come second or some or second or third, it's very you're very slim chance of even winning a Grade One again. Only the best horses have ever done it. You know, and if you look if you look it up yourselves, because I can't give you the stats right now, you will see that winning a Grade One or anything like that, a Gold Cup. I know for a fact, Best Mate did it in two thousand. Yeah, he got to be a special ass. Even Koto Star didn't do it. Yeah, he yeah. won. I get. To be fair, he did win in two thousand. I'm yeah, guessing. Yeah, it's another special ass, isn't it? But you look at all the other ones that have come. He won in two thousand seven, two thousand nine. So he didn't do it back to back. A Plo is probably the most recent example. What a Gold Cup performance that was. That was blew him away. Right then, what after? Took it all out of him, didn't it? Not been, the, not been the same horse, didn't Yeah, well, he's retired now. Yeah. You know, and you look at some of the horses that have come out the Gold Cup. I think there's some... How many dual winners of the Gold Cup is there? I don't think there's many, is there? I think, four? Three? three? I think it's five, six. Four. I think it's five, I'd say four. Six. Out of a hundred. Not, not loads, is it? I know Best Mate is definitely one of them. And you look at the ones that ha- that can't do it, they sometimes like to go on to win a grade one again. Yeah. And it's not level. Denman, Denman Kota, so I never did it. 
and yeah. they and they're for me one of the best best sort of chasers in the modern age. Obviously, you got Arkle. And when you when you're looking to have a bet, you need to Every weigh up weigh up these facts because not they're not opinion; they are fact. Yeah, you need to weigh them up against what you think. I mean, I'm starting to turn my head gallop in the shop now. Uh, at the start of the year, I was one saying when everyone's going, "Oh, gallop!" No, I said, "No, no, look at the stats a lot. He's not that special. Mm. You don't look it." But he is starting to make me look a bit of an idiot. And if he goes to Cheltenham, then yeah, fair enough. I'll back. I'll back in him. I want, yeah, but I will back something. It's Gold Cup, but yeah. it'll probably be. You really like the Press, don't you? It'll be Lahom Press or Jerry Colum, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I'm still not on the Galapande Champs hype. To be fair, I mean, yes, he again, like you just said, he may may make me look like an idiot um, on the day. No, 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 he will. I look like an idiot all the time. Yeah, well, yeah, it's just common for me, but. Um, the stats just don't go for him, and don't get me, it'd be nice to see him win. Oh, I've got a bet with my uncle for a fiver if uh, Galapandi Shops will win or not. Um, so hopefully oh, he chops some ice. Mm. <laughs> but um, yeah, the stats don't go in his favour. But after the last performance, I did have a look at it again after the podcast we filmed. Like Christmas was he, all right. Like Christmas when he demolished him, I thought, ooh, I don't know. And then last weekend, I thought, it's just starting to, like, turn my head more and more, you know, all the time. Mm. And I, I don't know, I, I think, I'm starting you just, to... You just can't back him at the price. I'm starting to become a bit of a believer. Do you know what I mean? Even though, I'm not saying I wouldn't back him, but... No. I am starting to be become silly. a little bit of a believer. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Um, I'm still... I'll probably have to find out on the day and just look an idiot, but I'm not backing down. I think she's The, the thing will, is with the Gold Cup, the Gold Cup's races, a bit like the National, where... You, you, you delve into a bit more money than you usually would. And then it's one of them you forgive yourself for. You just forgive yourself, don't you? You think, oh, it's a gold cup. Yeah. And yeah, National, let's not be stupid. We all have like... Five or six horses three, in that three, three best minimum, don't we, for a National? I, I think but I had about six or seven. Anyone in the punter, we're all looking, oh, which is the best handicap? Yeah, this and that. All right, what we're thinking. And then we all have like three. Do you know what? And then straight after the race, we think, that's ah, it's a National though. Do you know what the National taught me last year? Well, to never back Mr. Coffee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, I'm getting off topic there. So, I mean, good enough win for Shishkin. Didn't need to try today. But next stop, Gold Cup, which, mm. uh, bring it on, bring it on. But next race, I mean, this is the performance of the, of the day by an absolute country mile. Uh, Edward Stone winning in comfortable fashion. Uh, won by 40 lengths in the end to Fernambula Civila. Um, two... Two very nasty inc- incidents in the race, though. We've got to touch on it before we get on to Edward Stone. Uh, Boot Hill with nasty fall um, from two out. Um, both John O'Burke and um, Boot Hill got up okay. Um, it looked really nasty there. And at the time, uh, ITV Racing was on um, the screen. Something was wrong about Amarillo Sky towards the end. I mean, dismounted uh, Brendan Powell. But I think everything is okay there, which is good news. But Edward Stone, back to his best, are there? This was brilliant. And not just from the arse. Everyone involved. The trainer, the jockey. It. it was brilliant. The new... I said to you, didn't I, when in running, I said, they know he's the best arse in the race. Because they led it from like 10 lengths. I said, you, you will not do that unless you knew you're the best arse in the race. Mm. And he just stuck him to him. Just stuck him to it. Blew him away. And he galloped and galloped. He jumped perfectly, really. That's the Edward Stone that we know and love about two and years that ago. Was, that was brilliant, honestly. That was rolling back the years. And it's starting to make you think, you can't back him for the champion chase against the horses that are in it. We all know about it. 
Mm. You know, John Bonner, we all know that. But you think if you just if you if you just stay, it'd be a massive player in the Ryanair. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, that's yeah. why I said to you, oh, fourteen to one—that's a reasonable price with Ryanair. You went, nah, fuck off. Didn't you? <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. But, but I was like, look an idiot there but, again. When, when you see that, you just the connections don't think you'll stay. And it's don't get me wrong. I, I always thought Edward Stone was a really good horse, but I I said I said to you, Connor, um, the last time it ran, I think, do you know what this horse may have just had its day? It's had a great career, but I think it's time to let it go. But Obviously, they weren't giving up on him. That 40 lengths winner. Um, I mean, no oh, problem. What, what a performance. What That, that it was brilliant. It was honestly brilliant. That was rolling back the years of 2021. It, it, really was, was. it was really good, wasn't it? Oh, brilliant. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know what else. So everything. That, I mean, the confidence from the jockey and trainer. Mm. So we are the best Arsenal. I did say to you after, though, I said, if Editor Jeep would have been that raid, it would be a different story. because You just all the words right out of my mouth. It would have gone forward. It wouldn't have given Edward Stone any leeway up front. No. It would have gone with him. And there which, would is, have been, which is why we tipped him. And the other ones probably would have got closer. Yeah. They're definitely my tip. It, was similar, so. Editor DG definitely changed the game for not being in the race. In, um, in other words. Which is why we tipped him, yeah. because he, we know he's a front runner. On a different day, different ground, Editor G would have gone. It would have been up the stone, and then maybe my horse might have picked up the pieces. That would have been a classic. You might, my horse might have picked up the pieces. Yeah, maybe. Just staying on. Possibly. But, but yeah, um, good news for everyone involved with Edward Stone, and it's also good news for uh, Boot Hill and Amarillo Sky for free two, free two get, getting over it the best the other side. Oh no, Newcastle three two. Oh Newcastle three. Well, we'll touch on the football later on. No, um, it's just just uh, up live update. I think <laughs> very nice, very nice. But no, no, Edward Stone, he's he, he's just quality horse. He is a quality horse. And speaking really of, good. And speaking of quality horses, we've been talking all afternoon about this horse uh, in the next race, the Betfair Hurdle. Uh, Iberico Lord. Now then, we're talking probably the second best hurdler in the uh, in the country. Yeah, you struggling to think not the only one that could really. Rubo. No, I think Love NY is probably better. Oh, I don't know. But I'm, I really do like Rubo. I, I think mean, don't get me wrong, Love NY is a nice horse. No, it's got a, a body of work. You can't take it away from her. Mm, yeah. But yeah. he he, he probably that. probably is the second or third best hurdler, two mile hurdler. In the country. Finished really, really strongly. Yeah, I mean, a good run there in second by Lou de Sud. I mean, it's not like Skelton to go early. And he went early, I think, a bit too early, in my opinion, um, on that. I mean, that Newbury straight is a brutal uh, home straight. But it, Harry Skelton always loves to be... He's such a patient rider. He's one of the most patient riders in the waiting room. Mm. But he, I think if you've been overcritical about his ride today... Don't get me wrong, brilliant ride. But if you've been overcritical, I think he went a bit too early. However, I think... It wouldn't have changed. Wouldn't have changed the outcome. No, this is just an incredibly well handicapped horse. But I, I do want to touch on both of your tips on this in this yeah, race. Yeah, the pair of them. Uh, Go Dante and Donny the Great, third and fourth, tipped at massive prices. You tipped them at twenty eight to one, thirty three to one. Just no, there's twenty five to one the pair when I tipped them. Mm. Um, a quarter of a length separates them in a big field hurdle like that. That's what that's what you can do. You you, you know. I don't know what to say really. I mean, I always look for a price. I look for two prices. I give you two prices. Yeah. And you can't do any more than that. It's like, <laughs> do you know, it's as simple as that, though, yeah. isn't it? You know, like I said, they've both got close. Yeah. If you backed them, you've got each way money. Yeah. You know, you, you've got five to one or four. To, you're five to one, aren't you? So, yeah. You got five to one on whatever your play stake was. Mm. They both ran well. Go Dante, particularly well backed. Yeah. 14 to one in the end. Um, I, I don't know what else to say about them two. They just, they ran, both ran well. Just ran into one that is 
a grade above him, really. He's got to be a graded ass eventually, Miracle Lord. You definitely he's got, think He's so. got to be. Um, well, I'll get on to my tips before we move on to the big big news. Um, so, my my H-way tip, Kim Last, original, yeah. never got anywhere bef- uh, above midfield, to be honest. Just n- no sort of say in the race whatsoever. And then, what I really wanted to get onto in this race... I mean, I did, sorry, before that, I did mention Donaccio, very consistent horse. Yeah, he hung out to the right a lot. Um, didn't fancy it. Uh, I don't think he particularly liked, liked the ground today. But we'll move on to Ocasle de Motte. Now, this horse was heavily backed up. It was tipped by myself. And a lot of trouble for the race start. A lot of trouble, yeah. Yeah, it didn't look good. It didn't look of, good. I thought, cause we, we didn't have a sound on where we was. Mm. And we thought it'd be a non-runner. Yeah, with just, problems with the shoe. He probably, then he was not happy and not happy going... And then he went down to the start. Well, well, also, well, do you think? Well, well, but I had him on an accumulator. I had like four accumulators something on today, mm. and um, one got really close. And this yeah, is the one. This is one of them. And it banked <clears> in it, <throat> banked in him actually. I think. Yeah. Oh well, no, in, in Charles lost. Yeah. But, but, yeah. And um, I just said to you before the race, I said hey, he's not going to win today anyway. And so the best that can happen is one of my tips come in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the best that can happen here. Yeah. Just the amount of energy that takes out of an arse. Yeah, and the confidence. I mean, it made yeah. made so many mistakes going without. I think it, oh. was tra- it was traveling. It was traveling well, but when it comes to a fence, <laughs> it did look quite shaky at times. You, you just got to look at the second fence. Massive mistake there. Just took. If he had any bit of confidence left after that, it was shattered. Yeah, by the second. Yeah, just think. Oh, after all said, it was a good run. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, after all that. I mean, I, I honestly thought... Yeah, you expected out, it to either fall or just pull up. I think the only reason the matter ran was to get that handicap mark down and come again. Oh, this, this horse will come again and it will win next time out. Yeah, you, come, without yeah, a doubt. Get the handicap mark down and come back to the UK again. Yeah. Yeah, because the came were dropping for that. Yeah, we, we won't expect him at Cheltenham this year, yeah. but maybe next year we'll probably see him there. Oh, excuse me. Um, but yeah, it didn't look great, did it? No, it didn't. wasn't brilliant, but end of the day, my two tips... Got to pay money. Mm. It's, uh, so you can't you can't do what I do and consistently back big price horses and then every weekend come away with one. No, exactly. If you get one, you're lucky. If you get two, you just like at a sensational What's the weekend. <laughs> you know, it's like last weekend. Yeah, you know, I had like three last weekend. It's like sensational weekend. The big meets like we said before, they're the ones to do it. But I still try to do it on a regular Saturday. Yeah. Doesn't always work out. Mm. But let's say the, the thing of the betting is it's not about what you do every weekend. It's about yeah, overall, uh, overall for the year or however long you calculate it, three months or whatever. Exactly, so. yeah. Um, I've got, uh, I'll tell a lie actually, I did get a tip win and it was making your mind up. Uh, Harry Cobden, Paul Nichols, again in some absolute stellar form, really fancy this all on the way um, and on Thursday. But less said about that one, um, it's 7-2, not writing home about it. Mr Coffee still yet to win a race. I mean, I don't think this horse has got a win in him, to be honest. He's got to do, hasn't he? He's rated one four one. He's got. To, I mean, he's nine year old. No, he's not getting any younger. Nope. So he has one. Is uh, sorry. Third right. He has won two hurdle races, but he hasn't won other offences. Yeah. Not God loves a try, doesn't it? Not one of offences. He's got close, but yeah, he's got he's got to win over a fence, hasn't he? At some point, surely. Yeah. Well, yeah. maybe in the class six. <laughs> <laughs> but no. Yeah, it's not not the day again, was it, Mister Coffee? Um. I'd love to see there be a win in there, and I think I'll be very happy to see it win. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, like you said, it's not getting any younger, and 
maybe in a veterans race, who knows? Maybe like a Sam Brown type wins wins of the old veteran I'll chase just here. Back there. On the roadles, me. Let's go straight back on the roadles. Yeah, I mean, do you reckon it's a bit too late? Or mm, never too late, is it? You know, this mm. is a, it's only class three. This, you know, what I mean, it's not like a major handicap. It's not a great grade one or group one or whatever. Um, but yeah, the massively backed inch house, which I thought was probably the best bet of the day. Um, very disappointing, despite the fact that there was no abnormalities from the vet after the race. Just never looked settled. No, well, I didn't watch the race. I was driving back, but I don't know. No, I've had a chance to look at the replay. It was always in last. Never made an impression. Um, just disappointing. That's all I can say about it. Just really, really disappointing on that one. And then we go on to the last race. I mean, my tip, Union Avenue come fourth. I'll, to be honest, didn't watch this race. Won't be far. No, it was quite a close race in the end. Um, Royal Infantry won for the Skeletons. Um, but not much more to be said than that. The favourite comes seventh, called the Nichols. But I think that's pretty much the day's racing, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Just a short that's one today. Short one, yeah. Usually would be here for like another half hour or so talking about the racing, but no, it's just, just a short one today. Um, I'm pretty sure next week we're Ascot Haydock. Yeah, much bigger, much bigger. So, uh, hopefully the weather's a bit fairer. Mm. Trying to trying to sit horses in this weather is just awful, isn't it? Yeah, true. And you've also just got to take in so many more factors, weigh up so many more pros and cons about t- uh, thinking which horse is going to win, which horse is not going to win. It's tough for any seasoned punter. I mean, I was with my uncle today. He's been in the spot for four years. He got one winner today. Much like me, much like you. I mean, it was at the point to point. We didn't get any winners at the point to point. All our winners come from new. Right, but... just it, you go and you think, oh, I'll have a punt. And That's uh, literally what it was today. In, in the end, you just think, oh, it's just have a laugh. Yeah. But uh, that's it, yeah. Um, however, this is not the end of the podcast. We've got quite a bit to talk about in terms of just our personal um, just our personal sort of stuff, really. So, Well, that's what we do. We have, like, where the podcast come from, we have a few beers and we chat racing. In the pub. So we've, uh, we started having a chat. We just said, oh, we'll save it for the podcast. So, yeah. Um, so, I mean, we were talking in the living room about two hours ago and I brought up the question, what would be your favourite horse to own? Currently, flat or jumps. I'll oh, go on, Connor. Start with you first. No, I'll go with you. Go on, you can go first. Your question. Um, tough question. I know I asked it myself, but it's a rogue shout. But Dashel Drasher's got to be up there for me. The amount of my favorite horse. <laughs> your favorite horse. My favorite probably one of my favorite horses now because you taught me about him. Um, this horse gives you consistency after consistency after consistency. First, second, Don't third, you name it. Don't cost you anything. It's literally just going to the racing for free, really. Yeah. Like, you're getting your money back. You just wanted it, like, for a year ago, didn't you? Yeah, I did, yeah. And, I mean, this horse never, ever will disappoint you. No. Such a such a trier. You've got a good team behind you. Good jockey in Rex Dingle. Knows the horse inside and out. What more could you want from a horse? Obviously, to win a bit more, fair enough. But you can't... No, would you rather have a horse always, that wins yeah. once at a blue moon... Or have a horse within contention. You're like ninety percent of the time in a finish, and finish in a place. No, he's in a finish in these. Yeah, getting the blood flowing. Mm. So uh, I said, or I would say, probably right now, um, Ilé Francais. Yeah, that's one I said. That's my second choice. Yeah, but going UK, English, Irish based, gotta be Irish Point mm. or Ballyburn. Mm. And in the flat? 
Oh god, the flat's a completely different. Completely, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the flat's a completely different question because like the stallion prospects and all sorts, isn't there? Yeah, so, we well, mentioned City of Troy. Who looks? I most... think right now I'll, I'll, I'll we'll go with two. We'll go for one that's ready made, and one that's a youth. Mm-hmm. So I've got an answer for both. Yeah, I would just go with. Right, should we say it on three, two, one? All right. right okay. Which one we first? So ready made. Really made. All right. Three, two, one. August King of Steel. Oh, August Redan, I'd go for. Yeah, King of Steel for me. August Redan. I mean, can't argue with that. August Redan, yeah. Gives you the best, doesn't he? Yeah. Get, but August Redan's the same. You won like last year, weren't you? Yeah. You won, you won him last year, weren't you? Yeah. Um, but King of Steel's not a bad shout, though. No, King of Steel's a good shout. Do you know what would be a great horse to own? Again, not now, but Summergand. What an horse that would have been to own. Yeah. What a horse that would have been to own. Yeah. Yeah. That'll, that'll give you some data. And then the, the juvenile, well, there's only one answer, City of Troy, isn't there? Yolang Yolang, maybe, but no, City of Troy, yeah, gotta City, be. Yeah, City of gotta Troy, be. I think it's, um, it's, it's the only answer, isn't it, really? Do you know, no, I actually, another one, Van Dijk. I would, Ooh, lo- good I'd lo- shout. I would love to win Van Dijk. I would love to win We were there on his debut at Nottingham. Yeah. Oh, what horse. He, that's the best of both oh, worlds. You just reminded me of him. Yeah. That's, that's the best of both worlds, that. It's like now and the future. Yeah. Yeah, it's so good that yeah that it, oh, I might have to change my answer actually yeah, I might Van have to change my answer yeah. to Van Dijk oh what a horse I mean I'm, I wish I backed him I wish I backed him at Nottingham because yeah, that that should have been one where I was like you know what how much money have I got in my account <laughs> put, put it all on put it all on double, double it just double it oh. uh, put an mean, overdraft out for it if you're like a next best would, would it be like another one for our jumps but um, obviously, obviously, barring Constitution, you'll remember. We're not, yeah, yeah. Also, and Stamen. That, that's, that's what we're going um, for. Well, so for the jumps, next best, I did give a mention to Lossy Mouth. However, you, you were right in saying it's tough. It, it's got to be some mare to compete in the champion hurdle. Really yeah, has. You, you've got to like, obviously, less like, I mean, we still, with Lossy Mouth, we still don't really, we do know, but we don't know just how good. Mm. And then, I think, he's, I think I mean, she's brilliant. She's not like, very top grade like next year mm. then you just look to the mayor's races out here which obviously probably, I'm not I've been there but you're brilliant probably brilliant to win yeah but just doesn't have the same feel does it yeah I mean I'm still trying to think about what my best um, favourite horse would probably be to own Lossy Mouse up there you've got a good mention I mean, well we've not mentioned his state man are we um, I think Sergino yeah yeah, um, nice I probably before Leopardstown or before the Dublin Race Festival I probably would have snapped Marie National of your hands yeah maybe not now yeah. but um, oh Sergio you know yeah um, I'm going to try and think of another one um, go on you go on you talk whilst, uh, whilst I think I, I, uh, oh mate I'll tell you what right let's uh, let's just go on like the the, um, the derby betting Right, and you, you'll probably see like the young ones, and you'll. Oh, probably, do, you'll uh, think... do you know what on the flat? Do you know what would be a really good horse to own? Yeah, Henry Longfellow. Yeah, yeah, him, Henry it? Longfellow. Yes. Yeah, that would be. Really that nice. that probably be, to be fair, that might be my next best for the flat. I'll take Van Dijk, take City of Troy. I'll take Henry Longfellow. Just have, just Basically, Aiden, free, Aiden O'Brien Yard. Just, just I'll the, take it. Just have the three, mate. It'd be all right. Yeah, yeah take, I take all think three. Think i all right. Yeah, take all three. Magneto probably wouldn't be too impressed. <laughs> <laughs> you come in, storming into his uh, oh, yeah. yard. <laughs> Give me them nags. Oh, God. Oh, I mean, the Derby betting. God, when yeah, Bet365 is down at the minute, so. Yeah. Ancient Wisdom. Hey, have you oh. seen that? Diego Velazquez. Yeah. I still don't think that horse is, is, is... 
I think it's possibly one of the most overrated horses. Just because of the price tag and just because of the... It's not been too impressive for me. But obviously, Little, little Big Bear came yeah, his best it. at a three-year-old. He's only been... Um, what's it? Diego Velasquez has only raced as a two-year-old. I'll tell you what might be a nice horse to own in the future. That Keller Dasa. Yeah. You know but I then would, again, it's not race as much. Yeah, you know I would like to own. Would have liked to own. Gone. Stradivarius. Oh yeah. I thought yeah. you were going to say enable then. Well, there's, there's loads of them in there. There's loads of them. Yeah, we could be here all night talking about this, but uh, yeah, I'll give you another one. Final one to think about. Right, go on. Ace Impact. Take the he, take take him off the front. Not anymore. Mate. He's on the stud yard. Yeah, no, I'm saying like a year ago. Yeah. Who? Bayed from the good as well. I mean, we're talking about it, Frankel. <laughs> well, yeah, I know, yeah. I know. But, but yeah, like you say, we'll be here all night just reminiscing about Maidens. Like you said, we're not even the biggest fan, fans of the flat. Do you know what would have been going last, last year? Um, Mustard, Mustard, what's, what's the one that won the jump? Mustard Sarbeck. Yeah, Mustard Sarbeck. Or Mustard Aff. Mustard Aff. Mustard Aff. That would have been a brilliant horse to own now. Pad- Paddington. Oh, there's, there's loads of mint there. Well, you, you forget, like, in a Padding- year... I'd, do you know what? I'd say Paddington just because of the, the journey he's been on. Like, going from... Cla- like, he started off at class level. Like, yeah, handicap level, yeah. Yeah, handicap level to group one. Group one yeah. winner. Serial group one winner. Yeah. Like, imagine the journey. Like, as a, imagine you're a small owner. You have, like, one or two horses. And you have Paddington in handicap level. It's like, yeah, it's, this horse may do something. Mm. Goes and wins. All right. Let's put, let's put him in a group race. If, if you was an owner right now, go. I'll tell you what, you'd probably be the happiest owner in the world if you was the owner of uh, Living the Dream. Oh, no, Living the Dream and Big Evs. Big Evs, yeah. The pair of them. Oh. Imagine that, you've gone like from quite a low level, you've won the Nunthorpe, and you've gone to the Breeders' Cup. And won. Yeah, same as Big Evs, like, do you know what I mean? Imagine. Even for Mick Appleby, he's like, local trainers, wasn't he? Yeah, it's relatively. Yeah, th- them sort of stories is what I love about horse racing. But, I mean, that was a good, to- that was a good topic to bring on. Bring yeah. on. But I think we should bring more of them on the podcast. Yeah, well, when, when they come up, we'll just say, I'll save them for the pod. Yeah, um, so what have we got next? Um, so basically, we've been discussing uh, about plans for. Obviously, we mentioned that we're going to Carmel, going to Chester, thinking about Leopardstown, but we're going to move on to this. So the plan is once a year, obviously, with the whole money situation at the minute, we're, what we're going to do is try and go to a new race course every year. In terms of in a different country, international, yeah. So we've obviously we've done Ireland, um, maybe this year, possibly down Royal, yeah. If not next year, but we're looking to go to either France, um, the year after for Longchamp, Chanty, uh, Deauville would be a good one. Um, then probably move on to Germany where you've got Baden Baden, Dortmund, uh, Munich, Grade One there as well, isn't there? Um, but then, like in the next five or ten years, Sweden. Oh <laughs> my god! Yeah, probably not. Swedish legend. Oh, yeah, I knew you were gonna say that. But um, probably move on in like that five or ten years. Breeders' Cup, Delmar, Keeneland, yeah, Churchill Downs, Hong Kong, Hong. Well, Japan. yeah, I mean, if that's what really J- getting swimming, Japan running. would be brilliant. Oh mate, I'd love to go. That to would Japan. be brilliant. I'd love to go to Japan without the racing. That's yeah. one of my dream destinations. That if you go in somewhere like you got, you got to go racing. No, yeah, obviously yeah, you've got to go racing. Yeah, I mean, probably a year ago, I'd have probably been like, oh, I'll go into a different country, probably take it or leave it. But now, I'd love to experience the racing at different countries. Yeah. Like, not obviously, Ireland's a very similar. They're going, country mad, to us. they're going mad for it in Japan. 
I know. They go mad for it. Yeah, well, yeah. the way they loved Equinox. Oh, what horse. That was probably the the one that I'd love to own. Equinox. Yeah, Equinox, yeah. Yeah, but um, yeah, Japan. Got Korea. You got Flemington in Australia. Mooney Valley, Asco. We got the Cox Plate. At, that's Mooney Valley, isn't it? Um. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it's I'm no, not Ramwick. No, Rose Hill. No, Mooney Valley. I'm sure yeah, it is. Um, but and then obviously you go into like Jebel Ali in the the UAE. You've got Maidan. Yeah, Maidan. Re- oh, imagine going to Saudi Riyadh. My dad's been to um, Maidan, the uh, hotel on the race car. So it was lovely. So it was gorgeous. Mm. Like view out of the room. Yeah. Onto the race car. So it was lovely. Watching them gallop in the morning. That yeah. I don't know how much research you've done, but what would be your dream race course to go to? In the, realistically, in the next five years. Oh, Del Mar. Yeah, I just think that'd be so good, like Bad Beach. But I just think that nice weather, like American style. I just think you get trekked like a king, even though you're not. You know, in even, though you're not, yeah, even, <laughs> you're not even though you're not. Yeah. Yeah, the whole way they, the whole way I've been to America, probably the same amount of time, the same amount of time I've been alive. You know what I mean? Twenty two, twenty three times. Yeah. And uh, I just think the whole way you get tread, everything about it, I think it's brilliant. The yeah. weather, everything brilliant. Like Del Mar Breeders Club, something like that brilliant. Yeah. That'd be really good. That'd be brilliant. Santa Anita apparently is one of the best yeah. in America. I just, you, I, you've got, what is it, Woodbine in Canada? I, yeah, I just like the idea of race courses in remote places for some reason. And Del Mar, I know Del Mar's not like remote, but it's not like populated by... It's not well known, is it? It's not populated by hundreds of thousands of people. Do you know what I mean? It's just like one of them. I'll give you one. So, we spoke about this four or five months ago. Gavia, oh, Brazil. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Christ, oh, Geneva. Is it? No, it's Gavia. No, I swear G- Geneva. Oh, Gavia, yeah. Geneva, yeah. Gavia, yeah. Um, what, the one overlook? Christ, Redeemer. Yeah, that, oh, that, that, that one. And you look at the reviews in it and as well, and they say, like, oh, they've got restaurants in there, brilliant. Yeah, English-speaking bookies and all sorts. You've got casinos. Oh, <laughs> God. The record, brilliant. And yeah. then you go straight on to Copacabana Beach. Sorted. Yeah, that'd be good. That would be good, that. Well, yeah. we're dreaming at the minute. I mean, this is obviously the dream in the next 10, 15 years. Hopefully, we will get there. Um, you just do it at the power hold it, wouldn't you? Like, if you, if like, me and you, let's say, I don't know, how many years, whatever. Yeah. And you go, like, oh, right, we're off an old, you're fancy an older, yeah. And you just, like, go to Brazil, like, for a week or two and, like, just fit in. You would, wouldn't you? you just, yeah. Like, get it in, wouldn't you? Yeah. I'll tell you what would be a good one as well. I mentioned this to you earlier. Sam Ritz. Yeah, bit, right. of ski, bit of skiing, I'll, I'll do that. Yeah, if not, I've never been skiing in my life. Uh, oh, Sam Ritz looks picturesque, especially in the snow. It would would be one to probably consider. Oh, yeah, there's, there's loads out there. You, the ones that you can't even think of in your head right now. Do you know what I mean? Like Hong Kong would be yeah. mental. That would be mental, yeah. Happy Valley, Charting. Yeah. Happy yeah. Valley looks absolutely mental, by the way. Oh, yeah, it does. Right in the middle of the city. Yeah. That looks crazy. Yeah, it's like basically like Kowloon, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it looks mental. Yeah, Shatin's basically in the middle of nowhere, with the forest. But, yeah. I think oh, that would be brilliant. That one in Brazil looks particularly appetizing. Something special, doesn't it? Looks it looks appetizing, that, yeah. You're not fancying Chile, you know? <laughs> oh, I'd go, in any, go anywhere for it. Yeah, yeah same, I'd go yeah. anywhere for it. Well, you've got the Zimbabwe and Guineas. I want my Gulfstream, that'd be all right. That'd be funny. That'd be good. That'd be good night after. Casino. Yeah, Gulfstream would be good night after. Miami. Miami, Miami yeah. South. Oh, you, you've been Miami before. Yeah, I've been you? Miami, yeah. South Beach, that'd be good night out. I'll tell you that, I'll tell you the story about when I was in Miami. I sat eating me, what, steak or ribs or whatever it was at the restaurant. Yeah. And this woman next to me, on the table next to me, got oh, a yeah, like, 12 yeah. foot python around the neck. Just think like, I'm shit scared of snakes as it is. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah you're not a big fan of this, snakes. This, this python's huge. It's just around the neck. Could have just strangled it. It's around, it's like she's just tucking into a chicken wings. And you're like, oh, right. Yeah, she, she was, yeah. But I'm not even bothered about it. It's, I, suppose, I suppose like walking your dog or something. So I don't really know. <laughs> it's like, it's, I, I don't walk into Weatherspoons in Scunthorpe and see that. that. That's what it was like. It's like she's got this python around the neck and eating the chicken wings. It's like I'm telling my dog to sit down at the table when I'm eating. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? That's what it was like. <laughs> Ridiculous. Bloody hell. Yeah, oh, it's, it's different world out there, isn't it? Oh, and they're coming around with shots and drinks, and you're like, hang on, where does it end? Don't end. And like on the table on the other side of us, they get tucking into like the the starters, whatever it was. Can't remember what it was now. Like just doing a line of coke off the table, and you're like, um, what? Oh, uh, yeah. And you're like, what? What is it? One side of me, someone's got a pipe around the neck. <laughs> Could strangle her at any minute. The next, the next table across from me. Doing a bit of tackle. Doing a bit, doing a bit of tackle as an appetizer. Oh right. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Nice. Yeah. Well. Yeah, it'd be some place to go. That would be. That is a different. The nightclubs in South Beach. You don't get that chance for it. The nightclubs in South Beach, mental. Yeah, I can imagine they are. Yeah. There's people walking in with like money like, on the shoulder, like it's some kind of dumbbell. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Yeah. And there I am, like, my 550, I won off fucking Plumpton or something like that. No, the plum- Plumpton's going to be good. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're going to take that off at some point. You can't, you can't bad mouth Plumpton, mate. Oh, Brighton, on the other hand, we'll, we'll oh, discuss. But, yeah, I mean, there's some of the ones that we'd like to go to. What would be your dream one? Like, if you had to pick one. Oh. I've got one. I've got one. Oh, you're going to be Sam Moritz, isn't it? Nope. No, you're not. Nope. I'm going you're going to go down, man. I'm going to go down, man. That would be mine. However, I'm going to go left field as well. Pick Tokyo. Tokyo. Just think that would be uh, amazing. That would be good, yeah. That would be good. Japan. Like, yeah, th- talk about a different world. You can't knock that. Yeah, you can't knock that. Uh, that would be... I think that's probably one of our bucket lists. Yeah. Uh, Japan's on my bucket list anyways. You can't knock that, yeah. But... Uh, just even thinking about going to Japan. Oh, it's, it's exciting. Um, right. That's the racing talk. Mm. Let's go to football. All right. Now then. Football. So, well, Arsenal play tomorrow. This, this, well, this will be released on Monday. So, I mean, Liverpool just played today. Which, which, uh, speaking on Saturday, uh, Arsenal play tomorrow against West Ham. Uh, we'll probably come back on Thursday's podcast with a review of that. Yeah. But comfortable for Liverpool today? Not that I watched it, but looked it. The stats would suggest it did. Mm. The scoreline would suggest it did. I don't. Not that I've seen the game. I don't think it would have been all that comfortable for some reason. I'd get the feeling when it went, you don't know what went on because I didn't watch it. But one no, it's it tough, isn't it? And it's, didn't it's, watch. It's, it's just another game ticked off. You know, um, I, I don't don't know. It's just another game. A game we should have won like that. Mm. I just think we'll get Salah back in that lot and uh, Salah's why. And um, I'm getting the feeling that normal service service will resume. Yeah, I mean, all your front three score today, so that's got to be a positive sign at least. Yeah, Jota's some some forward. Nice team doing a score again. It's like some days it'll be all right, and some days you won't. You won't. So yeah, exactly. Um, but there's one thing that I really wanted to talk about, and it was mentioned um, before, uh, obviously before the podcast. We were talking about it, and I said, I said, to Connor, we'll save it for the podcast. I think it's a great discussion. Uh, you heard it on Simon Jordan's podcast, um, the debate whether Rangers and Celtic should be in the English league. Now I want to give your th- I want to hear your thoughts on it first uh, before I put my two two pence. Into um, 
it's just one of the things that you listen to and you think, well, that's an interesting conversation. Mm. Not one that I thought in my head would be, in you know, my lifetime, Scottish football, Scottish, and English, English. But you look at Swansea and all that lot and you think, well, it's not really out of the question, is it? You don't see why not. And, um, yeah, I think they probably have got a place. The two massive clubs in Scotland, mm. two massive followings. Champions League pedigree as well. Well, especially yeah. for Celtic. The two massive followings. Yeah, I don't really like the religious aspect of the two clubs. I think, That's probably why it'll never happen. I think it's football, isn't it? It's just, you know, but I'm not Scottish. I don't know what exactly goes on up there. I don't follow the football, really. I've, I've done it in my uh, in my uni. Just, at least my dissertation uh, at university was on football and politics, should they collide. Mm. Um, I've I just come to the... Con- I mean, to put 10,000 words into 10 words, every culture is different. Like, you can't change mm. it. I so. just think... In actual fact, there probably should be conversations to be had about it. And um, but I don't think it should be allowed in sort of like the Premier League. No, not, n- not straight off. Th- maybe not. And if there was allowed in the Premier League, I think it should start with like a ten point deduction. But they wouldn't accept like... that though. I don't think they'd accept. Yeah, but they would though, because if it or just start them off in the Championship. Yeah, but they would accept that because the revenue is that much different. Like, if they was in the Premiership, they'd be making so much more money than they do now. Even with the Champions League and Europa League. Yeah, bonuses. they would be making so much more money. So yeah. they would, just for a chance at it. Yeah. Um, the one thing for me is, do you reckon... I pers- In my opinion, personally, in Celtic and Rangers' heyday, and we're talking probably in the modern era, Celtic's best team probably would have a chance in the Premier League and so would Rangers. Maybe not when Rangers were in like, the third division yeah, or moved, got moved down yeah, to the third it's, division. It's different now though, isn't it? Because... At the time when they were good, English was a band from the champion. Well, the European Cups. No, I'm on about like ten years ago. Not on about thirty years ago. Oh well, yeah, but even then it was different because English team was still better. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I say, without a doubt, I, yeah. I don't think they'd lost a minute in the, cha- the in the Premier League. The only team, the only time they was on par was when we was banned from the European Cups and they could put the wages. That's the only time. Like when Gaza was at uh, Rangers or... Yeah, because they could put with the wages because we weren't in the European Cup. Yeah, I suppose you could make that point, so, yeah. But I think they should, if they wanted to, but I think they should put up some money to be involved. Like, let's have some investment if you want to be involved. Like, if you want all the perks, you know, put them 80 million or whatever to be involved. You'd earn it back. Yeah, they get it back, no problem. Yeah, I think they, they would they get it back, no problem. Yeah, I mean, at the minute, I mean, if you put them straight into the Premier League, for me, I think it's... Oh, do you know what? It's such a tough one. Because one side of me saying, yeah, they're going to get relegated, but the other side of me saying, surely there's worse teams than them. But, but you've you got to go for it. The issue player. Is, is with it is, yeah, they probably should get a chance to be involved. But they won't. But what happens when they do? Because somewhere in the pyramid, someone's got to go. Yeah. And it goes all the way down to League Two because so it was EFL. You put them in the Championship, which two go? Well, at the minute it'd be Rotherham and Chef Wendy. Not a start season, it wouldn't be. Oh no, no, no! Yeah, it would be from the start. Yeah, but yeah, two teams have got to go. So two from League One's got to go. It's such a it's such a messy situation that. So how do you prop it up? In an ideal world, it would be nice to see him in the. In the so book, probably if it was me at the top, I'd go like right. Each club paid eighty million. You get put in the championship. Yep. The two, every team that gets 
knocked down gets 60 million. Well, 60 million to, let's say, right, or 50 million, 100 million between you, divided up. Yeah. And you get your share of that. And then that's your payout. Yeah. I think an, also an argument, I don't, for the record, I don't agree with this, but an argument that people might say about it is, oh, it's a long way to travel, but. Uh, for the away fans and stuff, but yeah. they, they they'll travel anyway. They go to Europe. Yeah, so. they go Europe. Yeah. They go. I mean, what Newcastle to Glasgow? Two hours. Oh yeah, it depends where you are, doesn't it? Yeah. So Newcastle that'll probably be a derby for them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Obviously Newcastle don't really have a derby in the Premier League. Obviously they've got Middlesbrough, Sunderland, but they're not in the same league. Yeah, you see, that's why I'd structure it. Be like, right, you're coming in. I want eighty million each, right? So that's under sixty million, isn't it? Yeah. We're keeping. 50 of it and the rest of it gets distributed out so the two championship goes that couple go down you get 10-15 million each the two in league one you get 7 million each but and then do you know what I mean I put an argument for I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate here so if, if you do that do you bring you give the relegated teams 10-15 million would that just promote tanking if you've got a shit squad basically yeah, would, that, would, would, that, would that promote tanking it would, it, it would but it's like well you should be allowed to do that because you've been relegated by default. So you've got to have some sort of bar- like you can't say, "Oh, you're getting relegated and you get nothing for it." Mm. So there's got to be some sort of like, right, you're getting relegated, yeah, but we're giving you this. Save your club or fund your club. Do what you want. Yeah. Take if you want to take it out of your club, take it out. It's up to you. Bring mm. it back up. Go spend a million if you're in League Two. Yeah. Go spend a million. But I mean, that's what Salford have done. Yeah, it's what Wrexham have done. Yeah, go, go spend two million. That's your money now. Yeah. Do what you want with it. And the next season, if you if you want to come back up and you accept it, or let's say they say, right, the top the bottom five clubs at the end of the last season, you decide if if anyone right, anyone wanna go down, right, we'll give you four million, five million, whatever it is. Yeah. Right. Any any volunteers? Guarantee you some owner will say yes. Mm. Also also to make a good point to in favour of it, if you put Salt Lake and Rangers into the English system, a load of players now become interested in wanting to sign for them. So they won't just be at the same level, they'll be much better. So they oh, may have a chance of surviving in the Premier League. That's, that's a thought that's just coming to my head. It will have so much commercial gain for Celtic and Rangers mm. if it's like 60, 70 million they've got to pay. Yeah. It, like, they'll get it back, no problem. Even the championship. Well, even in revenue search sales, no. a lot, yeah. If I was like, if I come to the point and I was Rangers Celtic, I'd say, all right, the fans won't like it. What we're going to do is we're going to build a joint stadium, hundred thousand, like San Siro type, like hundred thousand, and fill it every week. In an ideal world, yes, but I'm again, I'm just thinking from the fans' point of view. Won't well, they trash it before the next week, or will it just affect them? Well, why would you? Because you're costing your own club. I just, think, I'm just thinking of the hatred between them two. They yeah, would never, they would never accept it. Same same as Milan and Inter. Yeah, I, I, I get that, but I think the fact that Rangers and Celtic. Is a hatred I've never ever seen. I'm an Arsenal fan. I hate Tottenham. Oh, I'm not gonna like I hate it. Hate Tottenham. They're not gonna like, not gonna like it. Same as say, Liverpool, Everton. You you share a stadium. Not gonna like it. No, no, you wouldn't like Do you it. it. I'm a Liverpool fan, right? You wouldn't like it. But when you say, all oh, right, but, but that's not a derby, though. Come on, yeah, Liverpool, Everton. Well, it's a derby, yes, but it's not a fierce derby like the old firm. Old firm's up there with the Boca Juniors. Who played derby for me? All right, then. But whatever, right? But yeah, I know what you mean. Still in the same fucking city. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, you're five hundred yards away from each other. You know. Split families up, same as, right? Might not be as fierce, but you're still on the same fucking line. Yeah. Right? So, 
And then you say, right, we're in the Premier League now. Or we're in the Championship. Right, we're in the Premier League. This is this is the cost. You want to be at the top level. You want to not get knocked out of the Champions League at the group stage every time. Mm. This is what we're trying to do for you. Right? You fill the stadium. You do it. 80,000 I, I think they would do it. 80,000 a year. Get in the stadium every time. Or 90,000 home fans, whatever it is. Get in the stadium. Support the club. We'll get up there and we'll, we'll compete. Yeah. All well and good. But do you reckon... It will ever happen. Oh, will it happen? A lot's got to fall into line for it to happen. You've got to have people willing to go down for a start. Mm. Unless you... Good luck. <laughs> unless you extend the leagues, which ain't going to happen. Nope. So, because all the Premier League clubs will go, we've played too many games already. So... It will so if you, had, if you had to say yes or no, which one would you go for? I'd like it to happen. I think it's a good idea. I think it, I'd love it. For firm and outside, we're outsiders in this, 100%. But from an outsider's point of view, I'd love to see it happen. There's two massive clubs. It, it bring a lot more drama. Like, imagine the old firm. But, it, like, yeah, the old firm's played at least four times a year. Not even putting into the Scottish Cup. Let's be but, real like, about put it. Two, think making it like they're playing two times a year. On the off chance, you, oh, yeah, you may meet in the FA Cup. Well, that's once in a blue moon. That rivalry just becomes more and more fierce. Let's be real about it. The Scottish League, it's a bit of a farce. Come on. But Aberdeen's the only one that's competing, Yeah, but well, come on. Yeah, no, it is. Right. Yeah, I've seen Celtic it. Celtic and Rangers, quite clearly, two massive clubs. The rest quite, is... quite obviously. Yeah. Right. Then you've got Aberdeen, then you've got the rest. Well. No disrespect to any Scottish. And they all think they are, right? Yeah. And again, they are. But if you're a massive club and you want to play at the top, mm. you're going to have some sacrifices somewhere. Yeah. I think Rangers will fit in to the old Premier League, but Celtic, yeah, it just it causes a bit of tension, a bit of drama. Obviously, being the fact that they don't see themselves as English or or British. Yeah, but Scouts does not see themselves as English. True, that is very true. That's a good point. But so, the sectarianism know. is just so much different. Like, over and that goes the, back to the um, the um, the golden the golden boys. What were fucking called? The golden generation. Yeah. You know, oh, they all sat different tables and all that. And you listen to them now, I want to say, oh, we regret it. Regret it. Well, that's why we didn't win anything. Bit bit late now. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But that's just the way football is. You you play for your club. You play for your country. That that's football. It is. Yeah, it is. not not like the weighing room. We're all sat around high fiving each other. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah, pretty much every jockey's best mates in there. Aren't do you know what I mean? So, what what do I do? I mean, I think they should. I think it's a great idea personally. And if they think I'd love it, I'd love it to happen. And if they think they're better than Sheffield United, Luton, or whatever, go for it. Then come on. As a viewing sort of aspect it would be brilliant wouldn't it really good oh and it would be so much better for them clubs because there's a path there for them to get back to the top level mm. but it and and also in the Scottish League it'd give more of a chance to these sort of young like you give Aberdeen a chance in the Champions League you give honestly like say, the only thing maybe you say Mirren and Europa really think, that'd be brilliant well, for them it's not the only thing the thing you can say about it is if you let Celtic and Rangers in and Aberdeen all of a sudden win like 10 in a row, mm. Scottish leagues, they'll be going, well, hang on a minute, I want to be involved. There you go. But, I know, it's got to stop somewhere. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah, it, like, I mean, there's a reason why Aberystwyth or Conway Town or whatever, like, in Wales, aren't in the, uh, in the English league. It's like why Linfield aren't in the... Uh, it's different, because Aberdeen could go, we've won a European Cup, you know. Yeah. Yeah, but you go, well, hang on, it's got to stop somewhere. I think it's just an interesting discussion. I'd love to see it work, but I, personally, I don't think I'll ever see it work. But 
I, hope, could, I, I, I hope I'm wrong. It could work, but it's not without sacrifice sort of thing. Mm. Do you know what I mean? The Scottish clubs, if they want to be involved in our football, of which is obviously the best football in the world, you've got to, yeah. they're going to have to put their hand in the pocket for one and deal with the... I mean, Rangers, they won't have a problem because they were relegated for how many leagues? Well, at least two or three. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, they went to regionals, though. So there's no, it's, no, it's no news to them. Do you know what I mean? But mm. the, you, and they were still selling out. The Scottish clubs have got to get off their eye horse if it was going to happen and say, like, look, we're now involved in big time sort of thing. Yeah. And Scottish fans will probably probably say to you, oh, yeah, well, our league and you know, our club. Well, no, hang on. It's not. No. No, this is the Premier League, the best league in the world. This is the Champions it's, League. It's where our we, rules. Where we compete. Yeah. Every year. You come in, it's our rules. Yeah. This is what you pay. This is what you got to deal with. If you do it properly, you'll get to the top. And that's a good way to end it there. I don't Brilliant. See, I don't see where... Uh, Bournemouth are in the Premier League. I don't see them packing out, you know, six farm stadiums. You know? Do you know what I mean? So, if you think you're at the top, if you think you get the crowds, which you can, you know, you can probably surpass Bournemouth, but you've got to have, have an issue sacrifice. Well, Bournemouth are in a bit of form in a minute, but yeah, no, I, know, yeah. I know what you mean. I know, Yeah, I know what you're saying. I do know what you're saying. Um, I f- do you know what? I think that's everything covered. Yeah. Oh, no. Is it affordability checks? Uh, we, we could forgot. do that, yeah. And then we'll, as we'll do that, and then we'll do a slight mention to tomorrow's racing. That's fine. We've got half an hour, so yeah. let's crack on. Um, so, obviously, with the affordability checks going through Parliament currently at the minute, just wanted to get your opinions on that one. It's not something we touched on. No. Because... I think we're meant to be touching on it in the past few, but we've just not had time. You, you, just you're forgot. trying to let someone pull the trigger so you can have an opinion on it. And then just slowly waiting there in the wind. Just waiting and waiting. But you look at the... Anyone who reads a racing post every day, like I do, um, you'll see the the kind of stats that I put in front of you and all the people that are going to stop betting or heavily cut down because you hear all the stories that are like, oh, I'm a wealthy man. I mean, one of them really got me. I read reading it and this is like four or five months ago. I don't know if you've heard this one. Basically, he's just a... Wealthy man, right? And he's sold his business. Sold, yeah, sold, right. sold his business. Lives in a flat. Lo- a lot of money in the bank, right? And all he's got, he's got terminal illness. And all he's got in his life is betting on horses every day. And watching Liverpool. That's the only thing he's got in his life. He's going to die. Mm. He's got no family. No job. And all he does every day is bet absurd amounts of money on horses and watch Liverpool. And so, if these affordability checks so come the, through, so what's the, his proof so, of income? So, so, so they come, and the bookmaker says to him, you've lost X amount of money, it's a lot of money, I can't remember the number of it. You've lost all this money in two weeks. Can you prove you can afford to do it? Well, no, because I've, I've got an income. I've sold my business, I've, I've got like X amount of million in the bank. How I can't tell you I'm making income because I'm not, but I've got all this money. I'm dying, sort of thing. Yeah. No, no, no. You can't have a bet. Well, I've got more than most. I come in here every day and spend whatever every day. Mm-hmm. I know I've got like a year left. I'm never going to run out of money. No, no, no. Sorry, you can't. So I've been coming in this bookmaker for like how many years, and you tell me I can't. And he's like, and he wrote into the racing post and whatnot. And said, well, that's all I've got in my life now. And they took it away from me. So then you relate to other people who've got businesses sold up, you know, or can't prove they've got an income or won't 
And in the end, it all affects the levy, of which the the betting goes into a potentially goes into a levy, and then that goes into prize money. And if they stop it, then prize money will go down, and only the very very rich will be able to have a horse because it will be nothing in return at all. Yep. And I've seen a thing. 25, 30 years ago, you was getting 4,200 for a race at Wolves. And now, you get £300 more. And all the costs have gone up. Yeah. Oh, with inflation going yeah. up as well, yeah. So you, you get £300 more for winning at Wolves. And we wonder where the prize money and you is wonder, in this country. And, and then you wonder, you're trying to get more owners in. You, know, you won't. And you're trying to get... Not with that. And you're trying to get young people, such as myself... And whatever. To have a bet. Oh, buy horses, buy horses. Come on, join our sport, join our sport. We were well, talking about it at the point to point yeah, today. Join our sport, join our sport. Well, there's no way of making it pay. Exactly. I'd say 20, say 20, 25 years ago, to join a syndicate was a lot easier than it is now. I mean, I was, we, we were at Wolves and was watching this young lad. He's made, I don't know, I don't know how he owned the horse, right? He, he obviously owns it himself or he's one of, of one of a few lads or, or something. Anyway. It was rated like 47 or something. Yeah. Right. It, it won the first time ever. Right. It had like 15 starts. First time winning. All right. Well, like 40 to one. Yeah. He's going to be delighted, obviously. And he was. He was delighted. He was going to run around the owners and trainers. <laughs> like, Do you know what? I loved like, it. I loved yeah, it. Yeah. Was, yeah. But the point is like, right. So he won 47, won like four grand. Yeah. My horse rated 87. Right. Won at Sandown. Six grand. Two grand difference. That bollocks, aren't it? 30 pounds. Yep. <laughs> and you wonder why... A 30, lot of the, 30 pounds different. And you wonder why a lot of these English owners go abroad to make the money. Because my, it's so much easier. My horse, 30 pounds better off yeah. at the weights. And there's two grand difference. And you think, how can you make it pay? Because, right, fair enough. Got a good deal on, on our house, right? Can't, can't, right, it's fine. But if I hadn't have done... And you'd be thinking... You'd have been stuck. You'd have gone, whoa, what? Yeah. You, know, like, you can't have that, that differential. I mean, it should be like, look at France and all that. You should have like, loads more money involved than that. And Look at Germany. And then you then you think, oh, well, the affordability check's coming, the levy starts packing up and that lot. What will well, be left of the spot? Well, what's what's going to be left? Nothing. Nothing. Absolutely yeah. nothing. Honestly, this, this affordability check is going to be what defines racing. If it goes through... Then you could probably say goodbye to this spot. Really, I can't see it lasting much longer if it if it does come through. Not not in the way. It's always sustainable. Now. No, not sustainable. Not in the way. Now, not in the way. And everyone's against. And it's always the people who don't understand gambling, don't understand racing, don't understand the sport. It sh- it's oh, not- get rid of it. Get rid of it. Do you get anything from a yeah. pack of cigarettes? No, yeah, that's what I say. That's, what that's I said literally, to you. yeah. Well, that's it to you earlier. Literally so the same you, thing. You said to you, you, know, you go into a corner shop. <laughs> oh, can I have six cigarettes, please? Yeah, yeah, it's fine. You're not saying oh, how many do you smoke? How many smoke today? Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, literally the same. Also, you don't get anything back from smoking. No, what? How many cigarettes smoke today? You can go fuck off. What's got to do with you? Excuse me. You, you say, know what I mean? You say what's got to do with you, won't you? Yeah. Yeah. Same, oh. So I can have same same as we here. Can I have three bottles of Jack Daniels, please. You don't go. How much you drunk? What? Today? Are you sure? Have you have you drove here today? Yeah. 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 yeah say, well, how many drove last night? Yeah, not so happy here. No. Yeah, you, you go. And the thing is, you get something. If you do, obviously, get a winning bet, you get something back. Obviously, yes, you have your fair share of losers that everyone does. That's racing. That's, that's trainers, that's, jockeys, more losers. Exactly. Than winners. That's you get. That's what I said. Fair share of losers. But when you get the winners, you get something back. And 
it's not just the money side of things. You get the the memories. You get the euphoria of winning a bet. Is not just about the money. It's just won a horse. What what a, what a race. Yeah, right. brilliant. Yeah, the affordability checks. I mean, get, the, get the bottle of Jack out. What I'm saying is just going to drive up people. I mean, people who are professional punters, and I think I think the difference is you can either lose a thousand pound in twenty four in forty eight hours, mm. and then you'll get checked, or two grand in a month. Well, professional punters, they, they do that in a two, day. Two grand in half an hour, on one race. Yeah, and it's like, well, what am I going to do? Yeah, ruins their livelihood. It's, yeah, so it's, it's ridiculous. It's, it's, yeah, it's getting stupid now. It's just the thing is, it, this country. I don't want to get political, well, well, but I'm going to have to. It's just this country is becoming more authoritarian, and my political view is the opposite. I, being an author, authoritarian shithole is not what I want my country to be. That's all I'll say on the political side of things. But that's the way the country's going at the minute. What I think about it is when I when I come down to it, and you'll notice if I've got a view, I'll just say it right. Yeah. Why is the government trying to look out people with gambling problems? We're adults. You've got to be 18 to bet. If you've got a problem, admit it. Mm. And if not, it should be down to the bookmakers. To Obviously, you've got GammaWare, GamStop, all these sort of amazing betting sites where if you do think you've got a problem, you can always limit or just turn off. That's absolutely fine. It shouldn't be down to the government to decide where your money goes. No, it shouldn't. It should be down to the bookmakers and yourself. Obviously, yes, there's people out there with problems. I get that, 100%. If everyone said, been told since a young age, you'll make your own mistakes and you'll learn from them. Yeah. And it's true. We've, we've both made so about fish mistakes. Yeah, why, is, why is it to the government to try to tell you or me, who haven't got a problem, we can't have a bet? Just because if you bet, right, £4,000 a week, don't mean you've got a problem. It, but if you bet, if someone else bets £100 a week, they could have a problem. It's like, it depends it's, on, it depends it's very, on the person. It's variable, isn't it? Yeah. It's variable. You can't tell me there's an amount. If, you, if you've got a million pounds in the bank, for example, and you back, like you said, two grand a week, that's, that is nothing compared to what you've got in the bank. That's average However, week. if you've got five grand in the bank and you're betting two grand, yeah, that's probably a problem. But like you said, there's so many variables involved. Like, it shouldn't be down to the government to say, you tell should me. not have a bet. You can't tell me, right? If I show up to the fucking bookmaker, right? I'm getting quite worked up about it now, actually. That's I'd, what we love to hear, mate. Go I'd, for it. If I turn up to a fucking bookmaker, right, on the on night before my horse is racing, I spot him at 25 to 1, I think, wow, that's big. I'm doing my wallet. And, I, and I'm going for like a grand. Yeah. And I said they can't. I'm uh, like, hang on a minute. They're asking for your Hang on a minute. I've only been here once. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's the first time coming in. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean, though? So my horse is running tomorrow. I don't know if I want it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean? well, you're like four bookmakers, but 250 quid on a time. Like, come on. <laughs> Yeah, it's Come stupid, on. isn't it? Yeah. Uh, it honestly, grow up. It's just common sense from the government, and they've not had it for years, decades. It's like, it's like, look, you don't want my money or something. Just fucking, yeah, I want, I want a bet. That's it. Exactly. Yeah. You, you, that's that's it. Like we're a, we're a betting podcast. Obviously, if we're gonna advocate, people, not advocate, but like, the government, if you're having a bet. I seen the thing. I seen the thing on the radio. Cause I was listening to a lot of radio at work. I think. There was like, oh, I can't remember the number, I wish I could. There was a stupid amount of bottles of champagne consumed in House of Parliament last year. Right? What a shock. Yeah, oh, yeah, but that's all right, though. Because, uh, you know what I'm saying? You can drink in there, like, but if you want to go to a pub, you know, you get locked up from like two gallon. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 It's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Like you said, we're getting pretty worked up about it. Yeah, I am, so. because it's like, 
I should be allowed to bet. It's like, who are you to decide whether I should have a bet or not? It's like literally like saying, I'm gonna have a cigarette. It I don't make, care. It makes it. It makes I, it. I'm, I'm gonna have. A, I'm gonna have a drink tonight. It makes Who it cares? Worse at the harm when it's a bet. Oh no, you can't have it. I don't gamble stupid amounts, right? But no. But it's harming the sport now. We nothing getting me, at me. Me and Connor bet to have fun. That's all it is. We if there's a, if there's a. I mean, I had a nice winner on Friday, but me and Connor now barely bet in the in the week. We don't like you said. There's no tips in the week. We just wait until the Saturday Sundays because. Obviously, that's our time off. We get more time to research the horses, and we have fun doing it. And we put on money that we can afford to lose, and yeah, that's well, literally is, it. Is, like, we, is... we don't bet on the Tuesday at Floodlow, even if well, if if there's a, like a decent price going, and think why the hell is that twenty to one when it's going to win? But that's rare. That's very rarely. Well, see, see, oh, it's all for fun. This is part of the fun. This podcast. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah, like an we're hour, doing, an we're hour, an hour and a half of our time. We're not getting paid for this. An like, hour and a half of our, an hour, hour and a half of our time. Yeah, it's just, it's just fun. It goes yeah. with the tipping and with the betting. I love this. Yeah, yeah. You, I, on a on a Thursday, I look at the ones I like, and I just spend another hour and a half telling you. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's like we're fine. Whatever. Hundred yeah. percent. It's it's. I don't know. It, the way the world's going, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it is hundred percent. Um, yeah, we better move on. Um, to other stuff. Yeah, that conversation's got to be worked up. Oh, by the way, this guy was uh, listening in Australia. Your way of betting is brilliant. By the way, I don't know if you know what it is. Elaborate. Have to tell the tell the viewers. They have me. to take a bet off you for up to a thousand pound. So right, right. So if you wanted a bet, right. They would have to take it off you, right? So they'd have to have your bet for up to a thousand pound. Okay. And they can't say no. So you got a minimum bet guarantee sort of thing. Mm. So they can't say, oh no no no, no you allow that allow that bet until a thousand pounds sort of thing. It's a good way of doing it. That is a good way of doing it. Yeah. If you obviously if you can afford to bet that, but yeah. It's... Well, yeah, well, obviously it's different levels. Like if yeah, yeah, 50, yeah. You know what I mean? yeah, obviously. But that that yeah, that is a good way of doing it and and I said, what what would probably put me off betting full stop if, if is if they started taxing it, like they're doing Portugal, like they're doing pretty much every country. I think they're doing pretty much every country. We're one of the very few. I mean, one, two, or three that like if you win a bet, all the winnings go to you, hundred percent tax free. You name it. If they started taxing the uh, bet winnings, I don't see myself ever putting a bet on ever again. Really no. don't. Really, it just takes the fun out of it for me. Yeah, it's become a bit political at that point. Imagine, ima- imagine winning a bet uh, if you've won a massive bet. So if you've put a double on, that's 150 to 1, and you've put a tenner on it, and so that's what? 1,510 quid. In this country, you'd be like, yes, all of it, brilliant. That's an absolute... But then <laughs> when you tax, like, I don't know how much the tax is in different countries, but if you're taxed on that, how how shit no, must that the be? The tax over is bollocks anyway. Yeah, well, 20%, isn't it? Yeah, bollocks 20% anyway. 20% of your income. <sighs> yeah. Anyway, we're getting too political. We're getting too political. Well, that's a, probably another debate for another time. But I think we're going to have to wrap this podcast up. We're getting towards the end. Um, yeah. So overall today. Yeah, good day out. Yeah, Good day out. Very good day out. And a good day's racing in Newbridge, mm. to be honest. We didn't think it was going to be the best, but... I, I just, I'm just looking forward to this weekend. More, more to look at. Yeah, Ascot, Haydock. Hopefully the meetings get don't get called off mm. so we can actually tip a few more winners. Or yeah. tip a winner. Um, a big prize winner at that. Um, but yeah, I think this is where we're going to end it. Thank you very much, Connor. Yeah, just um, tomorrow's racing looks good for a Sunday. 
It does. I've not had a look, to be honest. Uh, I, not a bet for me. Yeah, um, the morning's but, last going there, isn't it? Is the uh, fun, 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 won me a bit of money at Leopardstown, so I will be watching that. There's no prices that really do stick out to me because a lot of them will be short prices. Yeah, it's good to watch, though. Nice to see nice artists. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's that's what we love racing. Mm. We love to have a bet sometimes, but sometimes we just have a t- to look at the horses. So, yeah, I mean, we've got Exeter and Navin on tomorrow, haven't we? Yeah, well, next time we're back, you'll see us on Monday, so we're back Thursday. It's a long time away. Yeah, so we'll probably. Uh, yeah, so we'll just have to remind ourselves to review the, the racing on the Sunday. But, yeah, thank you very much, Connor, for coming again. Appreciate that, mate. I'm always here, mate. I say I'm coming, I've literally, I'm at your house. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you're at my house, yeah. Yeah, so, um, always are. No, it's just, uh, again, it's you feel like you're bitten and, bitten and, bitten and bobbing in, like, between DRF and Cheltenham and Cheltenham and Christmas. And, mm. But The countdown so, yeah. to Cheltenham is on. Come Cheltenham, we're going to have six hours of... Pure, pure racing talk and Jack Daniels and blackjack, yeah, ev- everything. And blackjack <laughs> after probably and yes, uh, maybe a bit, of, a bit of everything really. <laughs> yeah, anything we'll can happen. Probably talk racing for six hours and then be on the floor. When, 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 when we're done with you and you've had loads of winners off us, we'll probably just play blackjack or something. So I don't know. Probably just celebrate the when I'll, we can. I'll listen to Katy Perry or some shit like that. <laughs> I'm happy with that. I'm happy with that. <laughs> and probably have some like beef bob and yon or. Some shit oh like god, that was lovely that tonight. Was, yeah, well, but they uh, Mitchell and Starmy, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh yes, a few Yorkies so, in there. Yeah, I'll probably have that. Like, I'll probably start before the podcast and just slow cook it throughout, and yeah, fill it. Turn into a cooking podcast. Yeah, oh yeah. Well, yeah, we ain't got the uh, the food correspondent on tonight, but should be back. I did a good job out there. It was good, good beef on it. It was good. Left, left it going throughout the podcast. It was very good. Oh, so, speaking of which, she just walked oh, in. Oh, so. got, we've got nine minutes left. Do you want to uh, review the, uh, the the day at the um, point to point? This was unplanned. This was unplanned. Okay, okay. This is unplanned. You want to come around here speaking to Mike? Okay. I literally just came in because I heard some scary noises. But anyway, um, good weather to start with, wasn't it? It was actually boiling. It was actually quite warm, wasn't which it? Which is unexpected because I'm always freezing in the winter ones. Um, I had some chips off the fish and chips thing. It said they were proper fish and chips, but they were not proper chips at all. <laughs> so, um, out of 10, what would you rate it and give like it a description? Two, it just oh. tasted like oil and it was like. Oh, like the day then, go on. Right, the day. I mean, I didn't have any bets because I'm not having a bet day, but it was a good day. Yeah. Mm. Good atmosphere, wasn't it? Yeah. It didn't rain. No, it didn't. I'm surprised it didn't. Um, very, very foggy at the start. I get into real deep depths here. Uh, yeah, you know. something a bit different from what we're used to, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, for mm. a while, yeah. But yeah, it was good. Lovely stuff. So, yep, that's where we've been on the podcast, guys. Thank you very much for listening once again. We'll be back on Thursday, uh, re- reviewing the Sunday's racing and also tipping Ascot and, and Haydock. Things Ascot and Haydock, yeah. Yeah, so I'm mean, probably have some more topics to talk about. Quite enjoyed this one, actually. Yeah, good fun. Good fun. And always and follow the TikTok. And follow the TikTok. He's at Sitting on the Fence Pod. Podcast, yeah. so he's at Sitting on the Fence Podcast on TikTok and at John O'Racing for the yeah, Twitter. If you want to see a proper ass win, just go on that TikTok, you'll see it. Yeah, you'll see it. Rathbone at, at Sandown. Oh, yes. And create a booyah chain in the comments. And yeah. put a booyah chain in the comments. So, thank yeah. you. Hear my pooch right now, panting away. Yeah, he's had a few winners. <laughs> but thank you very much for listening, guys. And don't forget, like, subscribe, and fucking booyah. <laughs>